Today's episode of the Cool Parents Podcast is brought to you by Mummy Mooma. Mummy, Mummy Mooma. So, okay. Okay, okay. I accept that. Good. That's the truth, baby. You're going to like it. I'm with it. I can't wait. Uh, Welcome to the Cool Parents Podcast. We got a big, fat fucker for you today. Big boy. Oh, It's going to be good. You want to know why? Yeah. We've got a whole mess of Jesse Ventura to talk about. Are you you telling me? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm going to. And then we got... uh, why don't why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me if you're such a patriot? <laughs> Let's see. We we've also got I read the documents, I read the hieroglyphs. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what we're gonna do later. We're gonna talk about Fred Durst. We're do a poem. We're gonna have a poem in a sec, right? Or yeah. we wanna do that later. Oh, we're gonna do it soon. Okay. We're gonna have a poem. Uh we're gonna talk Fred Durst. We're gonna talk Jesse Ventura. Those things are for sure. And then I have a couple of other possible segments, time permitting. We'll see. Let's hit them all. Fuck it. Smash them. Big one. So, uh, Justy Boy. Yeah. Did I say my name? No. Welcome to the Cool Parents Podcast once again. I'm Curtis Charles. I'm Justy Bird. Okay. You're a bird now. I'm a bird. Flying type or penguin type? Feathers. Yep. Beak. But flying? Maybe or no, I fly like, like I fly a little, I fly a little bit, but it's like a turkey. But I'm built like a, a like turkey, a penguin. Turkey don't fly. Yeah, it does. Barely. Yeah, it can fly a little. Barely. Bit, a little bit. That's what I mean. That doesn't count. But I'm a penguin. <laughs> I'm a king crab. So good. If I'm in the animal kingdom with you, I'm a king crab. Look, we're not a perfect five stars on Spotify anymore. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that shit? It doesn't matter. I hope it goes lower. It just means that we have more reviews. That's all I, That's all that matters. I don't care. They do us a favor, really, at the end it of the day. It makes us seem more legit. Yeah. You know, because, like, you see a podcast that's 5.0 all the way up you and down. You don't buy it. You don't buy it. You just know they get a lot of friends. Exactly. Exactly. So now we're 4.8. Fuck you know, it. Still, still a gold, pretty good. Still a gold medal. Still pretty good. So fuck, fuck the haters. Um, fuck them to, all to death with my penis. I wrote a poem. You wrote a poem? I wrote a poem because you asked me to. I did. Yeah. I knew you'd deliver, ultimately. I'm not going to tell you what the title is, but soon you'll know Mm. what the title is. Okay. Because I say it a lot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to give it away. Okay. Well, the lead is buried sufficiently. So go ahead and uh, you want to read the poem you wrote. It's a Nobel Yeah. Can you Can you put like uh, the score from The Mummy behind me? The Mummy? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, not the original, not the actual score, but I'll see if I can find some give mummy me, music. Give Mom, me something Egyptian. I'll see if I can find mummy type beat on YouTube. Mummy type beat. I love that. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. In ancient Egypt. Okay. Where the tomb meets the crypt. 
<laughs> yeah. Hieroglyphics reveal the tale, the script. <laughs> Of a feathered creature whose wings once whipped <laughs> and whose victims are no longer lipped. <laughs> wow, okay, wait, I'm, I'm, I've got a, I got a question. Is it okay if I ask a question? Yeah. My mind just split into two paths. <laughs> One of them being they are no longer lipped because they're rotten and they're rotten old mummies, nope. so they don't have lips or skin anymore. No, no, no. The other one is that the lips got pecked off by birds. You'll see. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, you'll see. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Mama, mama, mommy bird. Mama, mama, mommy bird. <laughs> what? <laughs> the creature did speak. Wait. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <This> just <is> cry. <laughs> mama, mama, mommy bird. <laughs> Mommy, mommy, mommy bird. The creature did speak. Uh, wait, is Mama Mooma? Is that its name? No, it's just its cry. Mama, mama, mommy bird. <laughs> but does it say mommy bird? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a Pokemon, and it is a mommy bird. It's some kind of Pokemon, but it's real. It's well, Pokemon's real. just say their own names. Mama, mama, mommy bird. And some variation. So, mom, yeah, mommy bird counts, I guess. I yes. Guess. <laughs> so, so okay, go on. Mama, mama, mommy bird. The creature did speak. <laughs> Wrapped up in bandages from toe to beak, <laughs> with tattered wings and feathers askew. Yeah, he flew around alone. No need for a crew. Yeah, the mummy bird soars, dive bombing for meat. <laughs> the lips of its prey, a delectable treat. Yeah. It bites the lips off things. Yeah, see? It eats lips. I, that's what I was getting at. The beaks of a ogre and feet like a cleat. <laughs> <laughs> Scoops children up and they splat on the street. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Children would shiver hearing tales of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled off face A grizzly blood feast But little did they know Beneath its eerie gaze Lurked a mischievous spirit With nefarious ways The mummy bird dwells in a tomb In a cave Gets his daily pump Listening to audio slave Blood <laughs> is what the mummy craves. Oh shit! And blood <laughs> is more delicious when the victim is brave. Oh, wow! This just tastes better. Okay. The mummy bird is no ordinary fowl. <laughs> Ace bandages from head to jowl. A nasty avian bastard with a sinister grin. <laughs> Spreading its mischief, encouraging sin. Some think the mummy is just hungry for lips. <laughs> and others believe the mummy bird hungry for chips. <laughs> the Pope say the mummy bird is a distraction for ships. 
but I think the mummy is a product of lunar eclipse. Wow. Think about it. Okay. Think about it. Sun goes black. Mummy bird rise. <laughs> Sun goes black. Mummy bird rise. Goose pimpled skin. A glowing red eyes. Spreads its wings and takes to the skies. Mummy bird not stupid, no mummy bird wise. <laughs> Mummy Bird had a son who was wrapped up in gauze. (laughs) Half bird, half moose. You could tell by the paws. But one day, that son flew into the flame. And his life insurance beneficiaries filed a claim. (laughs) One day, the mummy met a squirrel who chattered away. Why are you wrapped up, the squirrel did say. (laughs) I am the mummy bird, the mummy bird replied. The squirrel laughed so hard, he almost cried. Hey, (laughs) mummy bird said, squirrel, can you fly? But squirrel couldn't fly, squirrel died. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) It ends on a downer. Yeah. Squirrel die. Well, no, it ends on an up note for the mummy bird. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Eat that fucking squirrel's lips. Everybody loves a good poetry. You like? What do you think? I loved it. You think it was too long? I think it was just no, right. just right. I think it was just right. Just right. If it were longer, I'd start to piss on myself a little bit. If it were shorter, I'd just be so disappointed. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't, wouldn't be giving the people, you know, what they want. Right. That's what we do. Simply. That's what we try to do is to give the people what they want. And people love the poems. And people love Jesse Ventura as well. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. The body. Uh, governor, Minnesota, fighter, professional wrestler. Say it. Oh, Navy SEAL. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Frogman, to be precise. Um, I learned a lot about it. About being a frogman, listening to Jesse Ventura speak. Hey, you know what I call the Taliban now? Yeah. <laughs> the GOP. <laughs> the Texas Taliban. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's really mad these he, days. And yeah. this isn't even a new one. So there's a, you sent me a link to a, an interview that Jesse the Body Ventura did uh, with... Dio Vaughn. Who I, I gotta just, I gotta say some shit. Because fuck that guy. I didn't know him before this, but then I looked him up after watching just how like fucking stupid he is. Yeah. And trying to figure out why is this guy so fucking dumb? And I realized one thing that he was on um, Road Rules. Um, Oh, yeah. That's how he got his his start. But then he became a comedian in air quotes and uh, frequent collaborator with um, with our boy Joe Rogan. So he's in that same sort of category of like just talentless bros sucking each other's dicks all the time. And his voice, I think, might be more grating to me than Steve Austin. And I hate his haircut. The fact of the matter is he can't get a word in edgewise because nobody. That's the funny. Yeah, that's that's the best part. I like I like when he starts getting frustrated, too. And he's just like like Ventura talks about like Victoria is partying with Victoria's secret models or something. And he just 
doesn't care at that point. So he's just like, oh yeah, I used to masturbate to them. And like Ventura just doesn't fucking pick up on it. Yeah. That's about his speed of humor right there. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about him. No, I'm, I'm, I'm informing you. That's it. That's all I got to say about him. Um, other than he says, Theo, I got no problem with you whatsoever. No, I got no beef. I do. I'm going to go do a cage match with him. He gave me, he gave me this. So, I mean, he's, he's done something right. Theo Vaughn says three things in this, basically three things. He doesn't get a question until an hour and nine minutes in. Yeah. And then he doesn't answer it. Yeah. (laughs) He says, yeah, yeah. Like a creep. Or he says, wow. In the same tone. Or he says, damn, bro. That's the other one. Yeah. I did put together a little. I didn't um, watch it for Theo. I watched it for Jesse. God damn it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. I just had it. Th- this was my first real exposure to Theo Vaughn. So I had to talk my shit. Like I had to get it out. Here's just a quick. This isn't even all of the times that Theo Vaughn said, yeah, in a creepy voice. Cause he said a lot of them while Jesse was talking. Cause that's the only way you can speak when Jesse Ventura is around is to speak under him. Yeah. These were just the isolated ones, but yeah, 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 yeah. But the reason I have that is I definitely made a big, greasy supercut of uh, Mr. Jesse the Body Ventura. And that's the thing is this is something that people continually ask for, too. People really love the, the Jesse Ventura supercuts for whatever reason. I mean, because yeah. they're hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah what's not to love? <laughs> but I'm just going to say, if, if you're the weird person who doesn't, you can probably skip ahead about 16 or 17 minutes. Okay. It's that long? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a two and a half hour interview. And I I went through the whole thing and picked all the best lines and squashed them all together. Are you going to play the whole thing to like now? Yeah. Like that much? And, well, I'll play it until we get sick of it, but it won't. you won't get sick of it. All right. But it's brilliant. That's why I'm saying. If you don't want to hear it, skip ahead 16 or so minutes. Otherwise, you're the people who have been, continually been asking for this, so... You know, you're going to have to sit with it if you think it's too long, but it's not. No, it's, I mean, I think you're making a mistake if you skip ahead, but I get it. I, I understand. Yeah, right. So I'm just saying, you have the option. No it's, judgment on my it's end. It's a choose your own adventures type of podcast today. Yeah. But a lot of people are going to appreciate Come the fuck on, out of Chris. this. Hit play. Come on, Chris. Well, gee, what about us Vietnam guys that nobody gave us nothing for our ears? Yeah, that's right. So it's just interesting how, like, through that, uh, as time. But I mean, where's our compensation? <laughs> right. I'm deaf to right. shit. Right. Yeah, I can't. Because I sat and shot stoner machine guns and all this shit <laughs> yeah. and blew things up. Blew. Yeah, you can't even listen to Pearl Jam enjoyably, you know? Where, yeah, what? Oh, no, but there's better than Pearl Jam. Oh, no. <laughs> I found a new young rock band that has given me my youth again. <laughs> It's a group. I don't know if you guys know them. Greta Van Fleet. You liked Zap, didn't you? I said, hell yeah. I saw them in 72 and 75. 
<laughs> well, youth becomes that great. I think this youth- guy, he's not quite totally Robert Plant because he's a little rough on the edges with the little Getty Lee thrown in from mm-hmm. Rush. From Rush. I don't care what anybody says. The best Zeppelin album's the first. Let's talk. We'll talk to rock and roll a little. Yeah, let's talk about it. No, I'm just curious. Yeah, uh, who, no, where where, who you where I was that weekend? Uh, that was the toughest rock and roll weekend of my life. Was Led Zeppelin. Well, he hits the deck, jumps up, going to fight me, and I just looked at him and I said, "Think again." <laughs> he went out the back door. Do you miss I got me? to I got to introduce the Stones. On uh, 1998, I became the governor of Minnesota. Sign the proclamation. Don't make me come down there. I didn't plan to be governor. A quote from the great Yogi Berra, the baseball player. <laughs> I don't know how familiar we are with Yogi, but he's on a first name it, basis. When you look, I get bored after about four years. Is it? Do you read, think you inherit? Well, you don't I've think read it? two books on Che Guevara. <laughs> I, I mean, love it. I've Cuba. read two books on like Che Guevara. God in Cuba. Oh yeah, I've been living in Mexico for fifteen years. Every winter, I live an hour from pavement and an hour from electricity. Off electricity. The grid. Voice of the independent. Don't belong to either party. So, do you go to one day of work at all? No, wait now. Okay, so, 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 <laughs> so, 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 is it true Governor Ventura doesn't support the invasion of Iraq? No, no, he's vehemently opposed to it. He's a Vietnam veteran. He said this is Vietnam all over again. This is crap. This is nation building. This, they didn't attack us. Iraq didn't attack us on 9 11. In my right. opinion, you can't live a life without truth. Mm. Now, think right. of that quote. Right. That's an original from me. I'm thinking when about it right government now. government lies, <laughs> from his the yearbook. truth becomes a traitor. I'm not a Trumpy. I want you to know that right <laughs> yeah. now. I don't even want to get into my feelings on him. Yeah, and As an ex-military <laughs> man, to me, January 6th was an attempted coup d'etat. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to overthrow our country. He defied the Constitution. Do you now, think- I live by the Constitution. That's the document I live by. He has no I respect for him at like all. And he it. shouldn't. Those are the rules. That's why I love And I don't care how these Republicans want to butter the bread. You know what I call the Republicans now? The Taliban. And that's coming from Jesse the Bod, the yeah. American Taliban. Well, look what they're doing in Texas. Where's women's rights? Yeah. The Taliban have got them down there. Did you know it's easier to buy a gun in Texas than vote? Oh, and by the way, I love the mask. You know why? I do too. I can go in the store now. (laughs) Nobody bothers me. And if I keep my mouth shut, nobody does. And I don't have to talk to people that I probably didn't want to talk to anyway. I got people criticizing me now saying I've sold out because I got vaccinated. What a crock of crap. (laughs) I sold out because I want to live. And I look at the statistics. And when 99% of the vaccine people live and only 1% die, I'm going on the 99 side, people. You want the answer to the news? Jesse has it. The downfall. (laughs) All of the news came with the show 60 Minutes. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. The news don't make money, it's to inform. The bean counter's eyes got big. You mean we can make money off the news? Where in the days of Walter Cronkite, back when I was younger than you, the news lost money. Yeah. So then it, but it's all about <laughs> ratings points now, guys. It ain't about making you smarter. I did a podcast called Off the Grid on Aura, where I did it from Mexico. Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, walked over to me. He just had a bunch of me. shit he had I to didn't say. I walk over to him. I'm banned. All he cares about is he gets to say TV it. in let America. Him, let him cook. So how do we defeat... And in and, 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 and doing so, where can I go to work? 
I'm just wondering, is there any like? But you know what I, they, I have to do because I work for them. Wait till you hear this bullshit. I have to file as a foreign agent. I take offense to that. I'm a United States citizen. I've been a mayor. I've been a governor. I'm an honorably discharged Vietnam veteran, and I have paid taxes to this country my entire adult life. Unlike Donald Trump, I pay my taxes. I participate. I don't cheat. Does that kind of stuff make... Oh, at the start of the show, it says how our show has to be... It's cleared by the Department of Justice. It has to go to them. Well, they ain't done nothing. I mean, I say what I want to say, but I'm sure I'm on some list, and I'm sure I'm under observation, you know, (laughs) from these bozos. And yet I stand up for them against the insurrection. I used to feel like when I was younger and stuff, when I was a kid, that there was... How long have we gone? We're having fun. (laughs) He got bone spurs. Really? He's never missed a round. I just got to say one thing. When he asked how long have we been, this is getting fun. That was 50 minutes in, roughly. Yeah. And there were two and a half hours total. Yeah. So just to give you an idea. And uh, also throughout the whole thing, like from that point forward, he keeps saying one last thing. Like oh, yeah. he's, the first time he says one last thing is like an hour in. And then there's a, another hour and a half of one yeah. last thing. He keeps saying, let's go another 15, let's go 15 minutes. Or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Really? No, they're all as bad. The Dems and Repubs. How about the latest? Did you hear the latest? Where 31 of them just got caught for insider trading. Now, it seems to me Charlie Sheen went to jail. Oh, yeah, this was a few years ago, by the way. You know, Gordon Gecko. That's cheating and that's illegal. I'll tell you this. That's the reason I didn't, one of the major reasons I didn't seek a second term as governor. So wait, so I went to them and said, well, I suppose I could have been corrupt and who knows what I might've made and what kind of job I would have gotten after I got out. Cause you know, they always seem to land on their feet with some real great paying job. I said, I only went to high school. They're asking me to come and teach at Harvard. I learned how to do the computer there and I actually (laughs) sent an email. And then as soon as I left Harvard, I forgot the computer and haven't sent an email since. Do you know, I've never owned a cell phone. That edit, that no, you know why I hate the green room? Because that's what they call the room at San Quentin where they put you to death. It's where they go before they pump you full of electricity. <laughs> so I did what I needed to do to command the room. And I looked at him and said, have any of you noticed in this room that I'm the only person here not looking at a cell phone? He's Captain James T. Kirk of yeah. the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> Mr. Spock is dead. When you're out there, there ain't no life. Or at least we ain't found it yet. You know, there is. He sounds like he could be like my high uncle. Here's what ticks me off now. You've got this whole thing in schools where they don't want to teach the truth. They don't want to teach the truth now. They want to gloss it over so the white people can feel good. For years, we celebrate Columbus Day. He discovered America. How can you discover something if there's already somebody there? You didn't discover nothing. They knew centuries before Columbus that the world wasn't flat. Oh, Columbus <laughs> discovered America, and they sent him to find out because they were terrified he was going to fall off the end of the earth. It was flat. I think sometimes. So why were we taught that bullshit? <laughs> okay, that's a good question. That's Probably what I want to know. Why, to make it you know easy. what angered me? Here's what's got me in a roar about this and why I'm saying you teach it. It took me 69 years to learn that we massacred black people in Tulsa. Well, I, guess I learned it, that last year. I you, was 69 years old when I learned that. 
Did you know there was a coup d'etat attempt on <laughs> President Roosevelt? Major General Smedley Butler saved our country. <laughs> Smedley went in front of Congress and ratted him. Mm. He whistle blew him. Here's one for you guys. Time for, to learn from Jesse. Right. Well, That's to- when you have a great society. I was a Navy SEAL. My base pay for being a Navy SEAL was the same as the base pay of a cook. Doesn't matter that I'm on SEAL team and he's over frying hamburgers. I said, because the college kids have never had Jesse the body to vote for. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'll never forget the headline in the Minneapolis paper, Ventura wins, right? I don't know. Well, then they got to do that shit they call where you need 60 votes or whatever. What do you mean you don't know? You better start knowing. I'm trying to. That's anyway, why I'm talking to there's you. F- okay, 50 <laughs> Republicans block everything, right? Okay. Here's what pisses me off. But then do you worry that we And by just- the way, I see more <laughs> South Dakota license plates in Mexico than I see in South Dakota. He's South so Dakota fucking rude. Steamrolls of us. your car there. You'd have to drive the whole Baja to do that every year. There's more <laughs> South Dakotans in the Baja than there is in South Dakota. You also, you talk a lot about- South uh, Dakota just wants the money. Yeah, they really? don't give oh, a yeah. crap where you live. They'll license you. And that's great. Fine. See? You could buy your underwear, your blue jeans, and your t-shirts. You ain't going to walk around naked and you wouldn't have to pay tax and i notice all of us are dressed that way today rich people don't pay anyway they pay lawyers instead no yes and if i can quote (laughs) charles manson no sense makes sense so at least yeah i I don't pay nothing 15 (laughs) percent. but then the big people that buy yachts and buy mercedes and buy all that hit them up and i have to sit and spend entire afternoon shredding documents how come john f kennedy they still have documents on that (laughs) if lee oswald (laughs) was a lone nut and did what they said he did why would any documents have to be held for national security now listen to this what a great question this is what they told Mm us i have a hard time accepting that don't you think somebody should get fired gross derelict of duty when i was in the navy seals we had a simple thing that failure was not an option you all familiar with conspiracy theory i spoke to a woman (laughs) sergeant april gallup top secret crypto security clearance she was in the room that the alleged plane hit the pentagon she looked me right in the eye and told me there was no plane. <laughs> what? There was no wings. What? Was she no looked wings. at me. She said, there was no plane. There were no bodies. <laughs> she staggered out the hole and was recovered on the lawn, mm-hmm. and the government immediately put her into 72-hour solitary confinement where no she couldn't way. talk to nobody. <laughs> and she told me there was no plane. And she said, through all, there was no plane. She will just tell you there was no plane. She doesn't know what did it. She doesn't know how it was done. She just is clear that there was not a plane. Plus, those planes have components out of carbon, titanium, steel, which is the hardest substance known to man. Where's the debris? Well, who can and we these trust? These were the only planes. Wait, here's another one for you. Interesting. They couldn't find Rummy for hours. My show predicted the pandemic. How does that make me a turncoat? My deltoid got sore. How many people can say at 70, they got a six-pack, baby? You know I've been banned from The Price is Right. You know, I went to the hometown. I'm buying my wife a T-shirt. Oh, she hates Barney Fife. 
Donald with his vast military knowledge and experience, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit and credibility. Oh, he come out and said that Lee was a great general and had we had him, we'd have won in Afghanistan. I'm trying to figure out if it's fluoride in the water. Every house I've lived in, I've had my own well. If you grew up out in Edina, Minnetonka, with the fat cats, where Al Franken grew up, then you can do what I did and go into volunteer for what they call the Brownwater Navy. You want me to sing you? I'll end you with a song that'll piss off all the Marines because right, we, we used to piss them off anyway. Right, let's keep they it going. They never liked us, you frogmen seals, to begin with. Here's, here's a here's a song we used to sing in train in UDT SEAL training, and it's entitled "Marines Drowning in the Waves." <laughs> now you know that UDT Drowning. stands for Underwater Demolition Team. Team, and we're and Buds is called Basic Underwater Demolition Slash SEAL because the SEALs came about in '62 mm-hmm. when Kennedy <laughs> took the frogmen out of the water and put them on land, and so they needed a name, like and they mermaid. came up with Sea Air Land. Because we'll come from the sea, we'll come from the air, we'll come from the land. And this is a song we would sing in training called Marines Drowning in the Waves. (laughs) It goes, Marines Drowning in the Waves. It's UDT who always saves. When a job they cannot do, it's UDT who pulls it through. Although they claim they're first ashore, UDT's been there before. Oh, leathernecks on (laughs) bended knees can kiss the ass of UDT's. One or two frogmen with a pre-made sign would skin up onto the beach to the high water mark. We did a lot of things with helos. We got a couple of jarheads up there flying us today. That's okay. We had Master Chief (laughs) Corey came up with us. Boy, and they're popping salutes to Corey. The frogmen got a two-star admiral with them. I, I, I... was in the Naval Amphibious Base Coronado. It's <laughs> a steak with a lobster I'm an tail. amphibian. Cripe almighty. So they made us do KP one time, and boy, we said, what is this bullshit? We said if the Green Berets came to our base, we wouldn't make them do KP. We used to get up at 5 in the morning and do PT before they'd even get up. Oh, yeah, that's all part of the mystique, baby, the mystique. Ah, okay. Yeah. Burpees. Mm. They'd come and get one of us to go with to set yeah. up the explosives. For them, you know, <laughs> that's and, cool, and all that. No, it ain't cool. None of it's cool. Oh, it isn't. <laughs> nope, none of it. Today, my view today is I'm so anti-war. Oh, Tell me one war we've been in since World War II that accomplished something. Tell me one. Tell me one that accomplished something. Why were they fought? I don't know. My dad looked at me and said, "That's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard." <laughs> Anyone that studies Hitler in 30s Germany, take a look at Donald Trump. Same playbook as Hitler's Germany. And this country's so stupid, they're falling for it. <laughs> the guy's a con man. What, these, what people need to understand is this. Jesse Ventura has done 14 years of public service. Right. Donald Trump had done none. The good of the many, not the good of the few, and not the good <laughs> of the elite or the rich. I've had people, you know, I'm agnostic atheist, right? I've had people tell me Donald Trump is a good Christian. You know what I responded with? Well, if he's a good Christian, I'm glad I'm not. Like I said, the Taliban's in Texas now. I call Texas the home of the Taliban, the United States Taliban. Do you know right now it's easier to buy a gun in Texas than vote? How dare these Trumpies say that? 
Sure, yeah. Well, I don't know if he was a Packers fan, but he's a cheesehead. Robert's son <laughs> wanted to go diving with an authentic frog man. Go tell his friends, yeah, I've dove with a real frog man. It's a bounce dive. We did it off Point Loma. See, I was happy that I was in the SEALs and was a frog man. Correct, you don't want to not use your fins. You're a comedian, find me a freaking joke. I do a lot of make people laugh yeah. while I, with the stupidity of things I tell them. There it is. Oh. So that's what he's been up to a couple of years ago. He's uh, a he's I, a brilliant, brilliant man. I'd vote for him. I'm gonna. Yeah. No yeah. matter what. Yeah. Um, Fuck it. I just, I love that when, like, there is, a, he is really uh, kind of dumb in certain areas, but he knows that. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't try to, like, fill in the blanks. He just, if he doesn't know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell me? You tell me. <laughs> yeah. And then he won't let you talk. Yeah. Yeah, which I respect. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, <laughs> I respect that. That's good. Um, wait, one more. Yeah, I got another one for you. <laughs> well, I, 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 He's the most infuriating fucking man. I know. I love it. it. It's, it's incredible. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Narcissist. I don't know about that. I do. <laughs> I don't think so. He doesn't care about anybody else's opinion or anything they have to say. Right. I don't think it's that, though. I think it's he really wants to say this shit so much. Like, I don't think he's like, I don't care what you have to say. It's just I care about saying what I have to say more than anything else in the world. Yeah. Which I think, you know, is a little different, but maybe not by much. I don't know. So that's a segment called I Was a Frog Man. I love it. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Cool. No, it isn't. It, it ain't <laughs> cool. None of it's cool. <laughs> not cool at all. <laughs> oh, you like it? It's not fucking cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Jesse. And I also said we were going to talk Fred Durst a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, this is, this is a Durst trap. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the segment's name. Hell yeah. That might be the episode's name. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fred Durst. Tell me about him. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. Right. Red hat. Nothing anymore. Yeah. Bucket yeah. hat now. Yeah, bucket hat. Dad vibes now. Right. But you know, you know, Fred directed Moose. Mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Came out of a toilet at Woodstock once. Yep, he did. Well, I listened to an episode of a podcast called um, 60 Songs That Explain the 90s, which I highly recommend it's fucking awesome uh there was an episode they did about nookie and uh i learned a lot about mr fred in that episode including i had no idea that he directed e-harmony commercials for some reason did he really yeah huh i don't know why apparently they're really bad i haven't watched them but i'm gonna pull one up right now i'm just trying to pull up <laughs> that 
Grandpa. This is my friend Chase. Hi, Chase. Hi, Dr. Worm. He likes a girl. She's five. She's not afraid of spiders. Mm. I told him eHarmony will find the perfect girl for him. I hope Amanda's a good eHarmony match for me. Well, Chase, maybe right now you and Amanda could be friends, and then when you're both older, you could try eHarmony.com. Good <laughs> idea, because right now I have to go to bed at eight. Me too. Stop waiting. Start communicating for free today. Was that a real accent on that kid? I don't know. You could try eHarmony.com. Good idea, because right now I have to go to bed at 8. Me too. It's hard to tell. But basically oh, that ad is just these two children, like six-year-olds or something, talking to this old, old, old fucking man at like a <laughs> leather desk. You know, one of those. It's not really leather, but like everything around it is. Yeah. And they're standing there talking about meeting people on eHarmony. It is very Fred Hi, Durst. Hi, Dr. Worm. That way, that he likes Dr. Worm? She's fine. This is my friend Chase. Hi, Chase. Hi, Dr. Worm. He likes a girl. She's five. She's not afraid of spiders. Mm. I told him eHarmony will find the perfect Is it Dr. Worm? It looks like he's saying Wern. But... Uh, this is my friend Chase. Hi, Chase. Hi, Dr. Worm. He likes a <laughs> it's Dr. Worm. I'm looking at, you can see his lips when he says it, though. It doesn't look like Worm. And it's the guy who's on all the eHarmony commercials, so it's probably his real name. Dr. Worm. But I, yeah, I wish it were Dr. Hi, Worm. Hi, Dr. Worm. He likes Warren. Oh. That's what it is. Hi, Dr. Worm. He likes a girl. This worm. She's five. <laughs> She's not afraid of spiders. Mm. I told him eHarmony will find the perfect girl for him. What the fuck kind of advertisement is this? Like, who, who was like, yeah, let's pay the big bucks to get Fred Durst to direct this? And see how it goes. And probably then, not the big bucks. He just needs the reps. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, this was a while ago. The studio, one of the one of the fifteen studios that produced the fanatic. Yeah, <laughs> fucking made him go do. Oh, I bet it was a trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this was from twenty fourteen. So. Yeah, he's been trying to get it made for a long time. Something else I didn't know about Biscuit Boy. He hosts. He used to at least. This was from twenty seventeen. Host a jazz a jazz night. Oh yeah. Yeah. At a club in uh, Los Angeles called the Black Rabbit Rose. He said, uh, I'm a big fan of jazz. I have been for a long time. It's not necessarily something that people who know me from Limp Biscuit know about me personally. It's one of the things I'm really fond of. So I travel around to different spots to hear different players. Sometimes some older cats. Oh, yeah. So he's cool. He's a trumpet man nowadays. Having my name attached to this night is one thing uh, that was a little awkward. I said, we've got to call it Fred's with a Z. And they said, okay, F-R-E-D apostrophe S. And I said, no, it's Fred's with a Z. Yeah, I love it. Fred's Jazz Night? Fred's Jazz Night. I'm into I hope it. he's still doing it. I'd make the, I'd make the trip. I just got a, um, no coincidence that we were listening to the Jesse the Body thing. I got an ad for the America's Navy. Oh, wow. Yep. I was a frogman. So you think joining the Navy sounds crazy? That just means you'll never pilot a nuclear-powered submarine or join the most powerful engines in the world. <laughs> the truth is, saying never limits you. Yeah. Find out what you can achieve as a sailor in America's Navy. <laughs> Become a frogman like me. <laughs> With much practice and wait wait many. wait with great power <laughs> comes great nuclear capability nuclear energy 
I don't appreciate nuclear. It's Russian. I'm a I'm a, electricity. <laughs> Come on down. I'm gonna pump electricity through your <laughs> through your body. <laughs> I hate the green room. That's where they used to bring you to pump you full of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a segment called Buttermans. Yeah, y'all know it. <laughs> Like in that song that goes, can't find a butter man. You know, he says that. That's where it comes from. It's misheard song lyrics. Yeah. And I'm just going to play some the some bits of songs that sound like other things. So some of them were submitted and some of them were things I heard. Suck a titty by the ocean. Suck a titty by the ocean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a song by uh, Joyce Manor, Catalina Fight Song. Suck a titty by the ocean. Suck a titty by the ocean. You can teach the seventh grade. You could teach the seventh grade. Suck a titty by the ocean. You could teach the seventh grade. Suck a titty by the ocean. You can teach the seventh grade. <laughs> you think because you chose to. You always. You fell in love the way you're supposed to at the Target inside of the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something about hear? the mall, yeah. Those are pretty good. I like Suck a Titty by the Ocean. Yeah. I don't know what the actual lyric is, but I don't think I want to know. I don't either. I prefer it this way. This next one is from uh, Murder by Death. The song is Ghost Fields. She bends with the wind and he shifts like she bends with the wind and he shits like sand or something like I, that? I hear, I hear he shits black sand. And he shits like sand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she bends with the wind and he shits like sand. I... <laughs> he shits like Sam. <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying shifts like sand. Yeah. And he shifts like sand. I... Suck a titty by the ocean. <laughs> Um, this is a classic one. This was submitted by Chris Milkman. I've heard of him. It's from Dropkick Murphy's. <laughs> this, no, this is an old one, older one. Uh, from Never Alone. Oi! I love the cover art too. It's a bunch of bunch of uh, working guys in boots <laughs> with hard hats on. <laughs> I don't need no gang to wash my ass. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need no gang to wash my ass. <laughs> you shouldn't need one. I think they say a, I think you say a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does sound like wash. It sounds more like wash, and he's probably telling the truth there, too. Yeah. He can wash his own ass. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's damn proud of it. And he'll do it for free. Right. His father couldn't do it towards the end of his life, but he can fucking do it. He treasures every day. He could still do it. <laughs> you fucking shitting me? I don't know where this next one came from. I th I don't know where I heard it, but uh, let me see if I can find it in here. Oh, yeah. I think Butt was playing this, and I heard something in it. Uh, it's a band called Tightwire, and the song is called Dragging Me. Stop jerking me through the mud. <laughs> Stop jerking it. Stop jerking me. Stop jerking me. Jerking me through the mud. Stop jerking me. Jerking me through the mud.
Or, yeah, or just jerking me through the mud. Jerking it. Jerking it or jerking it through the mud. Some kind of, something's getting jerked is the the moral of the story here. There's mud involved. There's there's jerk motion and there's mud. Everything you can need, jerk, mud. <laughs> jerk, mud, motion uh, equals happiness. That's right. Uh, so this last Brother Man's was submitted by Bwet. Bwet. Uh, thanks, Bwet. Oh, and thanks uh, for, thanks, Milkman. Uh, anybody else, whatever. I saw uh, Duncan came in for a haircut last week. Mm-hmm. And the like, I, I looked at the schedule in the morning in the entire hour before he came in up until I saw him get out of his car. I was just thinking... Yeah. And it was it was uh it was beautiful. Every step I took, brushing my teeth. That sounds like a it sounds like a dog song. Yeah. So this yeah, this last one was submitted by Bwet. The band is uh Defeater, local band. Song is called Bastards. And he said, but said, at 42 seconds in, the backup vocalist screams, My queefing skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 42 seconds. Let's see. <laughs> wow. That's the best. Hit that again. That's a really good one. <laughs> wow. He's so mad about it. He's just really making a declaration. I don't play well, quite frankly. One more time. <laughs> yeah. And again, don't know what he's actually saying. Don't care. No, it doesn't matter. No, it does not matter at all. So, thanks for that, boy. It's gonna be all dunks. It can be dunks. See how the dance dunk. See how the dance dunk. What number episode is this? 278. Oh, wow. We're going to start brainstorming Bluffington ideas. Mm-hmm. We doing season four? You got any ideas? No. I got to watch some more Doug. Where do you get your ideas from? They just appear. Wow simply appear wow nobody knows where ideas come from you know where my ideas come from where deep deep within or the deep yeah the infinite uh purple ocean the depth of the abyss the bottom of the trench sea <laughs> the ocean of uh, my foot. my, my jet. <laughs> <laughs>
ocean of shit. Wow. Wow. You could really die. Wow. <laughs> so you got a story or something? Uh, I got something from Chat. Tell us about Chat GPT. GPT. Good, so, pretty thing. GPT, I, it's a measurement, general pussy tightness. Right, right. What's your GPT, if I, if I might ask? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty tight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to give an, a, an actual number, but I'll tell you right. off air, you know. Okay. I typed in, write a short speech in the style of Jeff Bridges about the importance of bull whips on the prairie. <laughs> on the prairie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, then. And this is what the computer said. My wife taught me the computer. I went to Harvard, and then I forgot the computer. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around. Let me share a little tale about an unsung hero of the prairie. (laughs) The bullwhip. Now, you might be wondering why on earth would I be standing here singing the praises of a mere instrument of leather and rope? Oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you, my friends. The bullwhip is more than just a tool. It's a a symbol. (laughs) The bullwhip is a symbol. The untamed spirit that once roamed (laughs) these vast plains. Picture this. This sounds like a truck commercial. Picture this. <laughs> spitting. Spitting out the, the window of a Ford Bronco. Just me rooster cock burn out here <laughs> spitting all over the prairie. You are not LaBeef. You are not LaBeef. <laughs> Picture this. Yeah. yeah sure. The wide open spaces stretching as far as the eye can see. The sun beating down Golly. on the backs of those who dared to venture out and conquer this rugged land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm building the railroad. In right. those days when men and women braved the wild yeah. frontier, the bullwhip was their loyal companion. An extension of their very being. Wow. Extension of their being. You see, the prairie demanded did respect. Did you know? Did you real quick? Did you know that Benjamin Franklin? Uh, he signed the Constitution with he, a bullwhip. Wow, he invented the prairie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, every man is an extension of himself as bullwhip. Wow. Now you see, the prairie yeah, demanded sure respect. Oh, sure. Sure. Can you give me a little spit? Now you see the prairie demanded respect. Yes, yes. It could be harsh and unforgiving, but it also held boundless opportunity. Nothing for those with the courage (laughs) to chase their dreams. Nothing like those opportunities presented by the driest, most arid wasteland on earth where we can't even live. And the bullwhip, oh (laughs) Oh, it was a teacher of sorts. (laughs) Taught them patience, discipline, and the art of survival. What? With each crack of the whip. It announced their presence, tamed wild beasts, <laughs> and guided herds across treacherous I, wait, terrain. I figured it out. I figured it out. This is the voiceover. Jeff Bridges is doing the voiceover for a new Ford Bullwhip. Oh, yeah. That's new. It's, new a, it's the Ford Bullwhip, but they were talking about why they named it the Bullwhip. Yeah. 
and it's uh, and then they got a bunch of long distance shots of just Ford trucks just kicking up dirt. That's right. I'm into it. There's not too much left. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, but it wasn't just about practicality. <laughs> but it wasn't just about practicality. Yeah. All right. The bullwhip carried a sense of freedom. Sure did. In the midst of a chaotic world, there was a dance partner swishing, wow, swirling yeah. through the air, harmonizing, harmonizing with the wind. A whip is like a it's like a fine woman. <laughs> like I'd rather fight a man than make love to a woman. I'll tell you what. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm going to be making love to my bullwhip tonight, boys. Yeah. That's yep. what my father, Terry Funk, always said. <laughs> so anyway, I'm talking about my, my swishing and swirling through the air, harmonizing with the wind, my yeah. bullwhip. It spoke a language that only those who dared to listen could understand. Yeah. A language of courage, resilience, and unwavering spirit of the pioneers. As time went on, the prairie transformed and the bullwhip became more of a relic, a piece of history preserved in the annals of the West. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, its legacy lives on, echoing through the stories of old cowboys and whispers of forgotten tales. (laughs) And the dreams of those who yearn for a taste of that old that wild frontier. Now, hold on, hold on a second, guys. Shoot my gun. Yeah, watch me shoot my gun. Oh. <laughs> Let me light my cannon real quick. Yep. Alright, I don't mind if I do. As <laughs> <laughs> time went on, yeah. uh, I know that I already read that. So, my friends, let us remember the bullwhip. <laughs> it's more than just a forgotten tool. Let us honor it as a symbol of the indomitable human spirit, yeah. uh, a testament to our ability to adapt, survive, and thrive in the face of adversity. Let us cherish the lessons taught our ancestors and carry them forward into the future. For the for the grand tapestry of life, the yeah. bullwhip stands as a reminder that even in the vast expanse of the prairie, mm-hmm. where the wind may <laughs> where the winds may howl and the challenges may seem insurmountable, we possess within us the power to crack the whip. <laughs> And forge our own destiny. Yes, yeah. Ford, the Ford Bullwell. Thank you, my friends, for joining me on this journey yeah. through the spirit of the prairie <laughs> and the enduring legacy of the bullwhip. Oh, may its crackling sound forever ignite the fire in our hearts and remind yeah. us of the extraordinary potential that lies within each and every one of Boy, us. Oh, howdy. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And that was the uh, screenplay for Crazy Heart 2. <laughs> Even crazier heart. <laughs> He's a fucking crazier heart. Crazy Heart 2. Crazy Lung. So you want to do like um, 
maybe we do a little bit fucking of uh i love this business or okay okay just a few all right let's do a few uh i love this business uh segment where we open up our do bane's names app on our phone which if you're a patron you have access yeah just saying yeah and it generates names from two uh word banks that we created and we're gonna try to pitch those product names to each other uh decide whether or not we love this business right simple as that i got one what do you got is your whip not powerful enough <laughs> no uh, you can i don't i would feel uh you know <laughs> yeah as a man yep. i like to have a proper amount of torque on my whip well you gotta you, you gotta, gotta have torque yeah, yeah i find myself without enough torque often and uh it's a problem you want to go with a, about as much torque as a man can handle yeah and a real man can handle a lot of torque. I and I'm say. talking, I'm talking about a real man. Yeah, because uh, this, this whip is is named after a real man. Yeah, it's called, yeah. The, it's called the Hank Whip. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's endorsed yeah. by the Hank Williams Estate. It's endorsed by all Hanks, all Hanks across the world. Yeah, yeah. What about Tom Hanks? No, no, that's not. He's not a Hank. He's not. Okay. No, he's more than one. First name Hank. He's several Hanks. Maybe Hank Hanks. Maybe Hanky Hanky. Yeah, Hank Whip. Uh, it's a it's a a whip that gives you the power of of Hank. So it can like replace your transmission and stuff. No problem. Only with the whip. Right. Hit, if That's you what need I'm to, you need to swing it. You're just swinging it with the power of a Hank. Oh wow! Right. That's pretty powerful. Right. I love this business. I love torque. I love torque as well because I'm a man. How do you feel about my new business? Do you ever bust a uh, nut? You ever bust a wad? Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you blow your see, if you blow your wad, it's some, if you blow your wad enough, it gets boring. You know, busting your wad. Yeah. You want to make something more special out of your wad, and to do that, you're going to need my new product. It's called the Cumshot Boss, and it's a little tip. It's a tip that you can put over your penis. Yeah. The head, the head of it. It snaps on with suction. Okay. And it's got rotating heads like a shower. Yeah. So you can spray out in like a really forceful, you know, jet stream of cum shot, or you can twist it a little bit and then suddenly you have a gentle rain of cum shot. Yeah. And then you twist it a little more and it does a figure eight. It massages backs. It does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The cum shot boss. I love the, I love this business. As seen on TV. I love this business. Okay. Me too. Um, Do you have a, a problem with skinny geese? I do, you know, I do. You have some geese and like you have some friends coming over and you want to think that the, you want them to think that your goose is a little more plump yeah. than it is. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, like for some reason, like you feed that goose all the time. Right. It just can't, it's like a, it's like. The, you don't want to be the guy with the skinny goose. No, no, no. I mean, you don't want to, you know. Nobody wants a skinny goose. You don't want to, to for people to have their, the perception of you that you're the, the skinny goose guy. Yeah. So that's why I got a new um, product. It's called the Goose Pumper. <laughs> yeah. It pumps your goose up. It makes wow. them, not makes only, them not, hard. It takes them from a skinny goose to a very muscular goose. Okay, ripped, like bodybuilder goose. Pump. Pumped goose. Pumped goose. I love a nice pumped goose. I inject all my food with uh, anabolic steroids. Yeah, same, yeah. Um, so I love this pump. I love this business. Excellent. Good, good, good. Um, let's see. What do you do on your ride and your horse and it busts a leg? 
I, I put the horse down. <laughs> That's a waste of a perfectly good horse body. What are you talking about? All you got to do is use my new product, the horse wrench. Horse put, wrench? Put the thing, thing back on. Put a, new, put a new foot on it. Okay. It works on all horse uh, knuckles. All right. Any horse knuckle, you can just use a horse wrench. We didn't know that until recently. I just discovered and uh, made this product. So I'm uh, pretty much a, you know, you're, Steve um, Job or like a Tesla. Yeah, you're a <laughs> self-made. Yeah, I'm a um, Silicon. I support this business. I love this business. Horse wrench. Fix up your horse instead of throwing it or putting it down. You got a whole bunch of Dudleys. <laughs> yeah you're damn right i do look look these dudleys ain't i've gonna, amassed a pile of dudleys i'm gonna cut right to the chase these dudleys ain't gonna suck themselves all right <laughs> you got somebody to suck a dudley you got the dudley sucker it's my new product the dudley sucker <laughs> look i know you, you you're too busy on a friday night to be sucking all your dudleys yeah like, nobody can suck all my dudleys I, I just if you have one or two dudleys fine yeah Fine. You got a whole fucking nest of Dudleys. I got a room for all my Dudleys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a walk-in closet for all my Dudleys, and they all got to get sucked once a night. Yeah. Once you just, a day. Sometimes you just don't have the time. I, I don't. Or I the don't, energy. I don't. I don't. So, yeah, I got a new product. It's called the Dudley Sucker. You want to buy it? Yeah. I love this business. Good. And I'm going to- uh, It'll help you suck off all your Dudleys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So- Suck the fucking corks right off their pelvis. I'm actually going to make a master class on how to suck a Dudley. Oh, wow. You so, can really dance. Yeah, I'm going to suck Dudley's on on camera, uh, teach a master's class, a TED Talk, too. Hey, can you do any? Can you do an impression? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Ray Romano? <laughs> Andre? <laughs> What's that, Animal from the Muppets? <laughs> What's that one? You can't figure it out? No. <laughs> Frankenstein? <laughs> You don't know it? No. <laughs> Chewbacca? No. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Oh, wow. A Rod. <laughs> you want me to do one? Yeah. What you, which one? Stallone. <laughs> I like this. Come over here. You go to suck my Dudley. <laughs> suck me Dudley. Oh, he's not British. No, no. That was a, that was a sneak peek. We got to make that a segment yeah. where, where we do we do impressions that we can't do. It's always funny. Yeah. And it's even funnier if you don't use actual words, I think. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yo, you can't yo. give it away. It just sounds. Yo, yo. yo. That's him. And then wow. There's a, and then there's. Pacino? Yeah, Pacingo. Yeah. My next business that I'm going to offer you a steak in. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a toy for cooking eggs, but it's shaped like a witch. It's an egg witch for kids. Okay. You got to make things cool to teach them how to do things. Right. Right. So we made this one shaped like a witch, a witch, a witch in a cauldron. Um, it cooks the egg, hard boils them piping hot water for your kid. 
and uh, it'll get it real hot real fast. And your kid can finally learn how to dunk an egg. Oh. Egg witch. Egg witch. I love kids. this. I love this business. I love this business. Me too. Do you ever leak out of your tummy? Yeah. You're from your um, the tummy hole there. What's it called? Belly button? Yeah. Well, you got to get a tummy cork. Everybody's got to have a tummy cork. You got to Keep your guts it. in. Keep your piss and your shit in there where it belongs. You got to have it. Cork my, cork my tummy. With the tummy cork. Cork my tummy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you love this business. I love it. I love this business. That's my final business, so you better love it. Wow. You can really dance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're anything like me, you like to have... <laughs> uh, well, first of all, yeah. if you're anything like me, mm-hmm. you only go down on your wife once every other year <laughs> on her birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't care for it. Nope. But, uh, you know, the wife's, wife's getting at you. She wants you to... It's an entrance, not an exit. She wants That's you to go. To, <laughs> she wants you to go down there yep. more often. Sure. You say, "Well, I don't want to," and she <laughs> says, "Well, you're gonna have to, otherwise, I'm gonna file for a divorce." Whoa! That don't that ain't gonna new, fly. I got part a new time. product for all your needs. Uh huh. This is what you do. Are you ready? Yeah. It's a it's a type of uh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> it doesn't cause not known to cause infection in, in the gals. Okay, <laughs> hasn't been tested. Okay, yeah, <laughs> been tested on apes. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, close enough. But we're we're getting there. We're just going to start human trials pretty soon. Yeah, um, I see a future. My right. new product. It's called the Country Coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Makes your wife's pussy taste like a rack of ribs. <laughs> yeah, and it's in trial phases. Yeah, I mean it's been, been tested on. I've been tested on apes. <laughs> so this is that would mean that you your employ people at your employ are going down on ape ladies. No, no, no. The apes suck themselves. Oh, then how do you how do they report to you whether or not it tastes like a rack of ribs? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it really makes you think. No, I was just testing. We were testing. I mean, we were testing, not just me. Right. Alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were testing it out, and uh, we just wanted to make sure it was safe. It doesn't cause infection in the apes, really. Sure. Right, right, right. I know for a fact. I know it tastes like a rack of ribs because it smells like prime beef. <laughs> Soaks are just lathered in barbecue sauce. Melts <laughs> right off the bone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite the invention. I'm here for it. So I love this business. Country coochie. Country coochie. Love this business. But that's it. It's I reckon, time. I reckon. It's time to hit the dusty trail. Thanks for joining us. A lot of cowboy talk on this one here. That's all right. That's no, all I, like, right. I, I like I reckon. cowboy talk. I reckon. <laughs> well, I reckon. We could all slow it down a little bit. <laughs> yep. Yep. So thanks for listening to our podcast, everybody. Appreciate you. What's our website? Coolparents.co. You can go there, get everywhere you got to go, including our Patreon, which is going to cost you only 3 or $5. And you get all kinds of bullshit on there. All kinds of bullshit. Good stuff, yeah. too. 
movie commentaries and so forth. And uh, uh, a lot of a lot of fun can be had. So go ahead. Patreon.com slash cool parents. Yeah. And uh, what's our Instagram? Cool parents worldwide. Uh, and TikTok. Cool underscore parents. And just uh, hit us up if you got questions or you got concerns, suggestions or whatever. Let us know. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Cool Parents Podcast. I'm Curtis Charles. I'm Justy Bird. Hey, we got shirts. We do got shirts, motherfucker. We got shirts. You can get to the link. That's also in our in our link tree, which is going to be in the show description. They got um, big foots all over They're green. Them. They got big foots on them. They come in various sizes. So um, you can get them uh, through anywhere. It's uh, just there's links all over the damn place, but Instagram or our link tree. It's the way to do it. Wow. So, wow. You can really pants. We, we're coming out with a line of pants next, too. Yeah. So, keep an eye, keep an eye out. We're fashionistas. So, uh, fuck the world. <laughs> Bust a bird. Bust an egg. Bust a nut. Oh, egg is a bird, too. Yeah, I know. We'll come first. Yeah.